Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sunshine Podcast. This is yours truly, Dora Williams, and we are here with the men segment, Men, We Need Your Boys. And I am just overly, overly excited to have my brother, my friend in Christ here with me today. He is new on the block, but I just believe that he has something to say to the men. And without further ado, I want to introduce to some and present to others, Pastor Barry Hamilton Jr. to the Sunshine Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the invitation to join and to speak on behalf of the men. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I was elated when I got the invite, <laughs> you know, because we can always talk about men, yeah. always uplifting somebody, but I really appreciate what you do as well. Trust me, we follow you. We can't always sometimes like it, your post or whatever, but trust me, we follow you, and we do cover you in prayer. Because yes, you're great. doing a wonderful th- a wonderful thing, and trust me, your work go- doesn't go unnoticed. My Lord, I appreciate and we really that so appreciate much. It. Oh, yeah, but thank you for having me. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to go right into it. Um, the the theme that, you know, God gave me for this podcast is men, we need your voice. And I want you to just go into it and just speak on um, the behalf of how important is the man's voice in the community, the home, the church, and we'll just flow from there. All right. The man's voice. And, and it's really important that you mention the community, the home, and the church. Because, you know, when God designed man, he designed us to take dominion over the world, over the animal kingdom, over everything that we come influenced to. The man's supposed to take charge over it. We have dominion. And where we are now in our nation or in our world, you know, we have really lost our voice. Maybe not lost it, but maybe we don't know exactly who we are. Because, you know, when we was raised, we had a father. It was strong men. We always had strong men. Right. And problem number one is we don't feel the Lord anymore. Come on. And then number two is the lack of fathers in the home. Mm-hmm. Now, I just won't go do, do it more of a racial type thing mm-hmm. because it's not just the black race. Right. I know sometimes they'll say it's the black race. Mm-hmm. No, it's just the absence of fathers in the home. Right. It affects us more, yes. And I believe if, if man can ever get back on track mm-hmm. and be who God called him to be, the world would be a better place. But the ministry starts at home. Mm-hmm. I had the perfect example. Mm-hmm. Barry L. Hamilton Sr., yeah, Pastor Barry yeah, Sr. Yeah, yeah. That was my friend. That was my father. That was my pastor. He was everything to me and still is. Mm-hmm. And I remember growing up as a child, you know, just watching him, mm-hmm. the precepts and examples mm-hmm. that he bestowed on me and the rest of the family, my other siblings. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't so much about God first because mm-hmm. he was my God. Right. You know, <laughs> when a child looked to their parents for everything, mm-hmm. In a sense, we are their gods right. because what we provide for them, mm-hmm. we provide food, clothing, right. shelter, whatever they need, we provide it. Right. So in some way, we're like a god to mm-hmm. our children. Mm-hmm. And he would sit down and he would talk to me about different things. Mm-hmm. And as we begin to grow up, mm-hmm. and um, especially when you start to get into puberty and mm-hmm. that type of age, he would sit us down. Mm-hmm. And um, I got involved with sports. Mm-hmm. My father, who was the head of the home, mm-hmm. not a boss. Right. He was the head yeah. of the home, right. and he led that way, mm-hmm. and he instilled all kind of things into me, mm-hmm. and um, and that's what I'm doing with my family. Mm-hmm. A lot of the things I do today, the majority of the things I do today, mm-hmm. is because I saw him first right. doing it, mm-hmm. and um, you know, even though I have my own marriage, my own family, mm-hmm. 
a lot of the principles I took for him, I applied it in my marriage right. and did a little tweaking. You know, you have <laughs> right. to tweak it a little bit, but the foundation is the same. Exactly. And where we are today, the lack of the father in the home. Mm-hmm. Because when you hear a man's voice, oh, yeah. oh we was watching uh, National Geographic the other day and it was the lions. Mm-hmm. And um, a couple of little cubs just kept playing, mm-hmm. kept playing around the little female lions. <laughs> and then, um, you know, they were kind of growl at him a little bit. But one time the, the father got up and roared <laughs> and they got him point. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we, you know, us men and um, in our homes, we have a voice and we need to use it. Right. And we need to lead by example. Mm-hmm. And I tell young people all the time, mm-hmm. we, we are men. Right. We can fix things. Mm-hmm. And the things that we cannot fix, we turn it over to the Lord. Yeah. But number one, is it has to be the lack of the father in our home. And we have really lost our voice. Mm-hmm. And I want to encourage all men to get right. Mm-hmm. You know, like I say, I had an example. Mm-hmm. And that person may not have had an example. Right. Some of the young brothers today, they don't have that example. Mm-hmm. But even when I grew up, if the father wasn't in the home, it was a strong grandfather there. Yeah. Or it was an uncle there. Mm-hmm. You know, or a nephew. It was somebody to take that role. Mm-hmm. Maybe if the father wasn't there for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And that's where we are today. We like in mentorship. Mm-hmm. And sometimes just sitting a person down and talk with them. Right. Now, oftentimes when I meet young men, mm-hmm. I don't tell them I'm a pastor. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't bring none of that up because right. I just want to see, you know, where you come from. Mm-hmm. Let me understand you. Right. And that's what I had to ask God. When I worked on one job, I was the oldest uh, person in, in the shipping department. Mm-hmm. And I worked with a lot of teenagers, mm-hmm. uh, 20s and early 30s. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really have an example, but they looked to me to be a father figure to them. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they would make mistakes mm-hmm. and they would say, well, Mr. Hamilton, this happened this weekend. I went to jail up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I would come down on them really hard. Mm-hmm. And one day the spirit spoke to me and say, back off some, mm-hmm. because they didn't have what you had. Not they didn't have the example of what you have. Mm-hmm. So you got to have more compassion and understanding. Right. And I had to go back and apologize. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm still trying to figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to run them off. Exactly. You know, because a lot of them, they really need, they really need an influence. Mm-hmm. And even today, I left that job about six or seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Father's Day, I get texts, I get calls, mm-hmm. you know, just, just, um, you know, having a relationship with them. Right. And they say, hey, thank you for helping me in my marriage. Right. You know, I can be better. Thank you for always encouraging, mm-hmm. you know. And so that's, that's why our voice really have to come into play. But our ministry first starts at home, right. you know, not, not in the church mm-hmm. because, you know, ministry means to serve. Mm-hmm. Definitely serve. So we serve in our home. Right. You know, and I love talking to young men mm-hmm. because I think Dale Bronner said there's a king in every boy oh, yeah. and there's a queen in every girl. Mm-hmm. And so that's who we need to address when we talk to our our children. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's where we are. But our voice are so powerful. Mm-hmm. And you know, and the, and we do seem like the devil has a, a hold on our young men, mm-hmm. but he don't. Mm-hmm. The devil just doing his job. Right. And like I say, it's up for us uh, more mature. Mm-hmm. You know, we may not experience the things that they have experienced, mm-hmm. but we don't experience some things in life. Right. I tell people all the time, or young people, look at some of your brothers, look at your brothers, or look at some people in your family that have been in some kind of trouble. Mm-hmm. You should not have to go through their footsteps. Right. You should know exactly what you should not do. Mm-hmm. And I say, if you don't know what to do, that's when I come in. Because hey. I can reach certain people, mm-hmm. and certain people I can never reach. Right. 
You know, it's just the grace of God. I've never been in jail. Mm -hmm. Never had been in the back of a police car. Mm -hmm. Nothing I have done is just the grace of God. Right. And I will let them know, I ain't doing everything right. Okay. You know, I wasn't perfect. Right. I said, don't look at my life and think, you know, everything is picture perfect. Mm -hmm. Everything is roses, mm -hmm. you know, because it's not. It didn't happen that way. Right. But when I was raised and I started going to church, my daddy took me to church. Mm -hmm. And he would tell me certain things you will be able to do and certain things you won't be able to do. It's a line you won't be able to cross, right. you know, because you have a calling on your life. Mm -hmm. And I just want to encourage men, young men, mm -hmm. you know, because it starts when, um, when we're young. Mm -hmm. You know, we ought to seek the Lord while we're young, right. while we're strong and healthy before we get so many responsibilities, you know, when you can really be sold out to them. Yeah. And then that's just going to build your faith, your foundation, anything else you want in life because you started at such a young age. Mm -hmm. But it's always time to get it right. Always. We don't care if you're 75, 80, 85, 90. Yeah. You can always get it right. Yeah. And then when we start our ministry in our homes, mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, nobody knows you better than your wife or the children. You know, they, they can tell you, and it ain't like that at home, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I let them, they could speak for me and I could speak for myself. Right. But uh, so when we start being the man, that we need to be in our homes. Mm -hmm. And then it really does go out and it exuberate through the whole community. Mm -hmm. You know, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Right. We have rules. We have standards. Mm -hmm. I was told you would be in church every Sunday. Exactly. Mm -hmm. No ifs, ands, or buts. You will not have me late. Okay. And it, it's the same thing <laughs> with, with my children. Right. And, um, you know, because um, as we teach them, I just heard a young lady tell me the other day because I was trying to get her son and she was just saying, uh, well, he has football practice, basketball practice. Then he have this game. And I said, but you make sure he's there. Mm -hmm. And I say, I'm just asking, make, I'll make sure he'll be in church on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And so um, she asked me to mentor him. Mm -hmm. And I said, that's where it starts. Mm -hmm. And so uh, he's been here now about, I think he told me six Sundays in a row. Oh, okay. and, and he's liking it. And it's a different experience. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, that that's one thing I really um, want to do more of this year with evangelism work, mm -hmm. you know, so, but it starts, it starts in our homes. Right. That's our first ministry. Then we go out to community right. and they wonder why you was different when you were growing up, <laughs> why you was different when you was growing up. <laughs> yep. so, you know, Pastor Williams and Sister Williams, it was something they just put in you. Exactly. And trust me, you don't have to worry about friends because you're going to get your own type of friends. And I, I told my church this Sunday, last Sunday, I was blessed to have friends that actually would take care of my anointing. Mm -hmm. Even when I used to try to get out of line, oh they would God. put me in straight. They would put me in place. Yes. That ain't you, Barry, or B. You don't do stuff like that. Right. And, uh, and I thank God for that. Exactly. And that happened all the times of my life. Right. Sometimes they would say, no, you can't go with us. Mm -hmm. this, you can't do this. We don't want you a part of that. You know, because you're different. Right. And um, I tell black men all the time, men, period, we are different. Right. We are kings. Mm -hmm. And you know, and I encourage them, come out on streets. Mm -hmm. What does it have to offer? Give God another chance, another chance. because the community needs you. Mm -hmm. You know, pull up your pants. There you go. Tighten yeah. that belt up. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tuck your shirt in. You know, look presentable. Exactly. Because when you go out to the community, we're already behind the black ball. When you walk in the store, the cameras are going on you. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you walk in, it, it could be 10 of y'all, different mm -hmm. races, yeah. but the camera going to come on us. Exactly. Look presentable, speak presentable. Yeah. You know, I say now, when I was a kid, I act like a kid, mm -hmm. but when I got around older people, we were trained, 
calm yourself down. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yeah. You know, you're in the presence of an adult, mm-hmm. so you need to behave that way. And I said, then when I left their presence, I did what kids do. And so that, that's just what we really need to get back. If we can get our fathers to take the responsibility, mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's the lack of responsibility. Mm-hmm. A lot of them want to make babies, but they don't want the responsibility. Two or three babies from the same woman. Mm-hmm. Well, why aren't you married? There you go. You know, now, now I'm starting to speak a little Bible Come to on now. <laughs> You ever think about marrying her? Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, well, you're doing everything else. Okay. You got a family. You know, let's get married. Exactly. You know, you're going to get so much. Because some people have asked me. Am I blessed? Mm-hmm. You know, single mothers. Mm-hmm. Thank God for single mothers. Right. We know that God has grace mm-hmm. for single mothers. Yeah. And they do an awesome job. My heart go out to single mothers. Because, uh, like I say, I got, we got three girls at home, five and all, but three at home. Mm-hmm. And I can just sit down and imagine how a single mother has to do all that. Yeah. We know with, with children, mm-hmm. and my heart go out to them, but we know God has great single mothers. Yeah. And um, and, and um, they do a, such an awesome job. Mm-hmm. And only God on their side that can help them, but they can only do so much. Exactly. They can only only teach so much. Mm-hmm. It's just something about the man. Right. You know, I have girls. Mm-hmm. Certain things they come to me about. Mm-hmm. And then certain things I can't help them when they'll go to a man about. <laughs> right. You know, sometimes um, uh, I think Michaela got her tonsils taken out. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, the whining and the crying. <laughs> I, I'm not good with that. Right. And so... Amanda takes her. This is what the mother do. Mm-hmm. She takes her and she rocks her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I go in the room. Is she better yet? She shake her head. No. <laughs> I come back in 30 minutes later. Is she better yet? No, baby. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's her role. She wow. was good at nurturing. Mm-hmm. And then our father, we protect. Mm-hmm. We give very good advice mm-hmm. how to deal with men. Right. And so I tell my girls, there shouldn't be no excuse for you to bring a thug to my house. Come on, man. Come on. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm supposed to be your first boyfriend. Okay. I know you're going to make your own decisions, but he got to have some of my qualities. Come on now. That's it. You know, because this is what we're putting into our children mm-hmm. and not so much our children, but any child, right. you know, if they're willing to receive it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I just love, um, you know, talking and men- mentoring to, to young people. Mm-hmm. And we, we'll get our voice back. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell them all the time, I said, you know what? The thing about the church, the true and the living church is going to stand. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's going to come a point in time to where they're going to come out the street. Mm-hmm. The world going to get so bad that they're going to come out the streets yeah. and they're going to come to the church because they're going to be looking for something. Yeah. And we have to be ready. Exactly. We have to be ready for them and open arms and receive them right. and sit down and teach them and talk to them about you can do better. Right. You know, God is your help. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Uh, you a chosen generation. Oh, yeah. Give your life to Christ. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about friends. They will. You ain't got to leave them. They will depart from you. Oh yes. <laughs> you know, do better. You got. You got children yourself looking up to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. You got to get it right, man. Right. You know. But like I say, our women. Thank God for our women. Mm-hmm. Our, our our black women are some strong people. Yes. Some strong <laughs> women. We thank God for them. Yes. But um, we're gonna we're gonna get it right, and I'm trying to do my part the best that I can. Mm-hmm. You know, to help, to help, um, you know, young men, mm-hmm. no matter who they are, where they come from, mm-hmm. you know, to sit down, get them some wisdom. No, we don't know it all, right. but we can figure it out together. Right. You see what I'm saying? We can figure it out together, you know, but we're going to start with the word of God first. Yes. We cannot do it without the word of God. You know, the world is, is, is too demonic now. Right. It's a mean world we live in mm-hmm. and we got to have God's grace and his mercy. Yes. 
And let us come in here. Let us, let us uh, you know, break bread together. Oh, yeah. Let us just talk in the fellowship. Mm -hmm. I ask them, tell me about yourself. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Tell me about yourself. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about me later. How can we help you or how can we assist you? Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, divorce in the community. So if it's not in the home and it's not in the community, it'll definitely never be in the church. Right. Because the church is what? It's, it's comprised of the family. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, if you have a mother and a, uh, and a father, they divorce and they go to the same church, mm -hmm. it's going to affect that church oh, yeah. because one is going to stay mm -hmm. and one is going to leave. Right. And you know, the children goes with the mother. Right. The young people, if y'all hear me, young girls, the children <laughs> go with you. Exactly. I would tell, be careful. Mm -hmm. You have a baby, the baby going with you. Mm -hmm. While he going to Georgia playing football, or Florida playing football, you're going to have to give up your dream because the baby going with you. Right. Simple as that. So back to the men. So when the men, so when the men is absent from the home, it affects the church. Because who did devotion when we grew up? We saw the men. That's it. The table, the two chairs, mm -hmm. they did the devotion and they did the scriptures. Right. They did the singing. Mm -hmm. yep. And the women, you know, they were providing, they were serving. Because right. they was always important in the church. Oh, you yeah. got to have the women. That's it. And then when I first started pastoring, my bishop asked me how I felt about women mm -hmm. being in the church. Mm -hmm. I said, well, if the women leave, I'm leaving too. Okay. <laughs> Bishop Hall. I said, yeah, the women leave, I'm, women, I'm leaving too. Mm -hmm. And so um, so if that voice is not in the home, mm -hmm. it's definitely not going to be in the church. Right. And, um, you know, Deacon Walker passed in September. Mm -hmm. And um, I said, and I talked with Pastor Nixon one day and we was talking. And I said, you know, these deacons now that's 70, 80, 90 years old, mm -hmm. Who's going to feel they void when they leave? Right. Because the men is not in church. Right. And um, it was something we were just dialoguing about. And um, I often wonder that. Mm -hmm. You know, now that he's gone, you know, I have some young men that's stepping up mm -hmm. that actually got trained under him. Mm -hmm. And God always going to provide. Oh, yeah. But it's just a general question you would like to ask. Right. When the older church start dying out, where are the younger generation? Right. Where are the young men? I got a picture on my phone when my daddy took us to church. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. He took us to church. Mm -hmm. He didn't just send us, but he took us to church. Mm -hmm. you, you remember when we grew up, everybody went to church. Oh, yeah, everybody. Even if you sold drugs, you went to church on Sunday. Right. If you beat your wife on Friday, you went to church <laughs> on Sunday. You might have been a thief all during the week, but you yeah, went to church on Sunday mm -hmm. because we feared God, but we still gave him that the reverence, the, the worship that he needed. Exactly. You know, till he made a way to... Call us out of our, our darkness into the marvelous light. Right. And so when, when our men, is it men at home or in the community, because the church is a staple of the community, mm -hmm. during the civil rights movement, every, everywhere they went, they went to church first. Exactly. They went and so, they sought the Lord, they prayed in church mm -hmm. before they did any kind of marching. Right. I watched that on, um, I think it was Andrew Young documentary. Mm -hmm. And he was saying when he was with Martin and the SLCS and all those, mm -hmm. first thing we did, we went to church. Mm -hmm. We prayed. Mm -hmm. We sought God. Mm -hmm. We got, because we already had our plan is what he said. Right. But we wanted to make sure our plan was lining up with God. Mm -hmm. So he would send us out and we was already, we knew what was going to happen, mm -hmm. but he had already put it in us mm -hmm. that we were going to be a successful march. Right. Even if it didn't look like it, mm -hmm. it was going to be a successful march because everything started in the church. Okay. And that's what we have to get back to. Mm -hmm. If we can ever get our men back in the church. And they're coming. Mm -hmm. It's not if, it's just when. Right. Yeah, we gonna, we, they, they're coming. Yeah. Trust me, they are coming. And a lot of them will if we invite them. Mm -hmm. Come on. Sometimes we just have to invite them. Mm -hmm. 
I, I'm a, I, I had got so immune to hearing no, to, no don't bother me no more. <laughs> Real, and, I, and I had to tell God to give me that boldness. Mm-hmm. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Because a couple of times you will get upset. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes you hear no, sometimes it's flat out tell you no, and somebody just lie. So I got immune to no. Mm-hmm. I met a guy at the gas station uh, about six or seven months ago. We were pumping gas on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what you doing today, brother? He was like, man, I'm going to go home and get ready to watch football. Mm-hmm. And I told him, he told me he lived somewhere near here. And I said, well, hey, I pastored the church on Kinlaw in St. James. And he was like, yeah, down the street from Evergreen. I said, yeah. And I said, why don't you come be my guest this morning? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, you know what? I'll think about it. Mm-hmm. About 10 after 11, he showed up. Wow. And, I, and he come every 90. Mm-hmm. And he come. Mm-hmm. Just one invite. Mm-hmm. When I could have just been pumping gas saying, okay. hey, man, what's happening? What's going on today? <laughs> you good? But I invited him to church. Mm-hmm. And he comes, uh, you know, quite often. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not a, he hadn't joined or anything like right. that. But he does come huh. on that one invite. Mm-hmm. So we have to open up our our, our arms mm-hmm. and just invite them. Right. Invite them to come to church. Mm-hmm. It always starts with invite. Some people don't come because they're not right. invited. Right. You know, because you know, probably their upbringing they never went to church before. Mm-hmm. So this is what we are. So we're really working hard at getting our young people. Mm-hmm. And before my father died, that was one of his requests. Mm-hmm. He was telling me, and he was telling Minister Kelly, my nephew, mm-hmm. he was saying, y'all got to get the young people back in the church. Mm-hmm. I mean, for a couple of days, he kept saying mm-hmm. that. You got to get them back in the church. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, sir, we are. I got it recorded. Mm-hmm. I was recording it. Mm-hmm. And he just kept saying that the young people, they just died in that world, mm-hmm. but you got to get them back in the church. And that was one of the promises we told him. Mm-hmm. We're going to make a greater effort to go out and get young people mm-hmm. back in the church. Because right. the church needs them. Exactly. The church needs the young men. Mm-hmm. They need the women, mm-hmm. and they need uh, us in the church. They need us in the community. They need us in this whole world. Yeah. Every aspect in this life, mm-hmm. we need um, young black men mm-hmm. to stand up and just be who God created them to be. Mm-hmm. You know, we weren't designed to be in prisons. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what they're building them for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the, for, for the black men. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a lot of injustice going, going on. Sometimes they get longer sentences right. than what their counterparts have done. Mm-hmm. And so who can only fix that? Nobody but God. But God uses men in the earth. Right. So we need somebody on a, on a judge. Right. We need black judges and we need black city councilmen. Mm-hmm. And then once we get in these positions, we got to do what's right. That's it. That's it. <clears throat> That's it. Them days over, I'm tired of voting for people because they black. Mm-hmm. No, I need to know what you stand for. Come on. That's it. You're just voting for you because you black and you just messing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, I need to know what you stand for. But we do need black males, governors. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, We had, uh, you know, Barack Obama open that door. Mm -hmm. Anything is possible. Mm -hmm. You know, if we can only dream and hope. Mm -hmm. I think I heard one preacher say, um, if he said something about a dream, if if the dream isn't chasing you, you don't have a dream. Mm -hmm. That's what he was saying. If it's not chasing you, meaning when you can't sleep, you can't, you can't think, you can't function because you're not living out your dream. You don't have one. But when you have that dream that constantly haunts you, you have a dream. And that's what we need. But if we can build our communities and build our churches, you know, it all works together. Home, community, and church. We know the trifold is God first, family, you know, and then the church. But if it can start in the home, then our churches and then our communities. Yeah, this would be a better world. Oh, yes. This would be a better world. Yes, it is. So, yeah. 
But this here is awesome. I don't even know if I have anything else to say, but um, thank you so much. This 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 was awesome and very encouraging and uplifting. Um, before we close, I just want to ask you: How would a man that has lost his voice, or a man that his voice is on pause, or um, is limited, so to speak, right. how would you suggest they get their voice back? I would I would sit him down and talk. Let's just talk. Tell me about yourself. What has happened? Because there has to be a reason why you don't have your voice. You know, I don't know if it's fear or maybe a certain way they was raised, maybe abuse. If we can find the source of the problem, then we can help somebody to get their voice. Because um, it could be a plethora of things this day and time. Um, like I said, there's no father. Um, a lot of things they have to try to learn on their own. Right. So if that man feel like he don't have a leadership skills, mm -hmm. uh, if he'll be a terrible father, uh, he just don't know what to do being a man, mm -hmm. that's what we come in. Mm -hmm. But if he feel like he lost his voice, first thing he need to ask for help. Mm -hmm. He can ask for help. Mm -hmm. We do have some really good pastors around here. Right. And he can ask. If he don't know how, mm -hmm. he can ask. Mm -hmm. and, but we have to be uh, welcoming as well. Right. We have to be friendly as well, approachable, right. you know, as well. Mm -hmm. And I, and I would tell him, I said, Hey man, look, let's sit down and talk. Mm -hmm. And I would tell him, Hey man, so sometimes you have to talk to him like that right, right. for them to understand, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, I just want to meet you where you are. Right. I don't expect for you to be up here. Exactly. You know where I am. Mm -hmm. Let me meet, meet you where you are. I just want to encourage you. Right. Every, every man needs a Timothy, a Barnabas, I mean, Paul, Timothy, and the Barnabas. Every man. Because mm -hmm. Timothy was what? An instructor. Mm -hmm. Advice. Mm -hmm. He was a leader. Right. I mean, Paul. Paul was a mm -hmm. teacher, instructor, a leader. He was a founder. Mm -hmm. And then everybody needs... He, he poured into people. Right. And then Barnabas, his nickname is son of an encourager. Mm -hmm. His real name was Joseph, but yeah. the disciples called him Barnabas because mm -hmm. that means son of encourager. Right. So you got to have Paul to pour into. Then you have, a, you have to have a Barnabas mm -hmm to uh, encourage, mm -hmm. and then you have to have a Timothy, somebody willing to learn and tall instruction, and we know the lifestyle that Timothy lived mm -hmm. by being with them two guys, right. Timothy, right. I mean, Paul and Barnabas. Mm -hmm. So we definitely need them three. That's and that's true. what I tell you, if I can help you, I will. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we have to ask them, can I help you? Right. You know, I can help you be a strong brother. Mm -hmm. It ain't going to be easy, and right. it's not going to happen overnight. Exactly. You know, it's not going to happen overnight. Exactly. You know, you didn't get that way overnight. Exactly. So sometimes God ain't going to just heal you overnight. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a, a process. Mm -hmm. But when you see yourself starting to get better and better and progressing, that'll give a person more, you know, uh, the initiative to, to keep on going mm -hmm. till they get to the place where God has told them to be. Mm -hmm. But we got a voice. Mm -hmm. We just need you to use it. Right. You got one. Get ready to use it. <laughs> Tony Evans, Kingdom Men Rising. Mm -hmm. I'll give you that book. Great book. Mm -hmm. Uh, we read this as a, as a church uh, last year. Mm -hmm. It's a great book that I actually bought a few copies and I gave it to right. to young men that may be strong struggling. Mm -hmm. And I love Tony Evans anyway, but mm -hmm. that book is really really good. Mm -hmm. Kingdom Man Rising, that's the name of it. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, just trying to be in contact with them. Mm -hmm. You know, just call them and say, hey man, you know, I just want to uh, encourage you today. Just want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. You know, I hope all is well. Just mm -hmm. let me pray with you. Mm -hmm. Two or three minutes on the phone and we're done. You know, just let them know that we care. This wasn't a one time thing. Right. You know, that you can make it. You yeah. can be you can be whoever God has called you to be. Mm -hmm. You know, you're gonna have to just change your whole outlook of life at some at some time. Right. But that's what I would tell. Mm -hmm.
Yeah, well, this is very, very, <coughs> very good, very encouraging. Oh, I hope that you men have got something out of this and will apply these advice and apply this word to your life. Um, if you felt like you lost your voice, you know, he just said you have it. So get prepared to use it. He also said that if you, you know, are struggling to use your voice, ask for help. There's so many people out here that will help you, not judge you, not look down on you. So you have to let down your pride and ask for help. So I thank you so much, Pastor Hamilton, for joining me on thank today. Thank you for having me. Yes, I, really I am it. very proud of you. And you continue to do what you do, continue to reach those young men, because they need your voice. I need your voice. We all need your thank voice. You. We all need one another. Yes. Bishop yes. Blake said we are better together. Together, that's better it. Better together. That's it. So until next time, you all be blessed. And remember, men, we need your voice.